Hello, this is Reverend Raymond Kaufman, pastor of the Log Cabin Community Church in Vinings, Georgia. Today, our podcast is entitled, Be Prepared. One thing that all scouts know, young or old, is the scout motto, which is, be prepared. What a great life lesson to know that whatever you're going into, it's so important to think ahead and be prepared. If you've ever gone hiking or perhaps on a long walk in a brand new pair of hiking boots or shoes, and you didn't properly break them in, you know it can be very painful. I'll remember a few years ago, I was officiating a wedding, and the bride turned to me under her breath right before she said her vows, and she said, Preacher, can I take my shoes off? You know, I guess she didn't want to step into this new part of her life as a married woman in painful shoes. I really don't blame her. You know, sometimes we learn things the hard way that we do need to plan. And, you know, I read this week it was not raining when Noah built the ark. He was planning ahead for one of life's events. In the Gospel of Matthew, in the 25th chapter, we read a beautiful story about. 10 bridesmaids. Five bridesmaids were very wise and five were very foolish. You see, in that culture, the bridesmaids had a very important job. They they had to wait with lanterns for the groom to come and escort him into the home where they were going to get married. And um, the, the lamps that they carried were on large wooden poles and they were made of clay And they were oil lamps. And it was very important that when the groom came, they would escort him in to the wedding party. Well, in our story, five were very wise. They took extra oil. They were prepared for their task. But five were very foolish. And as the ones who weren't prepared, they asked to borrow oil and they they, they didn't have enough to go around. So they left the wedding party to go hunt for oil. The bridegroom came late at night. He was escorted in. And the five unwise bridesmaids were not allowed into the, into the wedding party. It was too late. The foolish ones did not even check. In fact, they fell asleep uh, and took a nap. But after a while, when the, when the bridegroom arrived, the unprepared ones ran out of that oil. And they arrived late and they were unable to participate. When I think about the story, I think about those five that, you know, fell asleep you know, sleeping isn't a problem. It was not being prepared that that caused them some trouble. You know, waiting is a part of life. Many of us have to pause and wait very patiently for things to happen. But being prepared is so very important. You know, we need to be prepared in our lives uh, physically to take care of our bodies. We need to be prepared uh, in our career with proper education and training. But you know, we're body, mind, and spirit. And so preparing ourselves spiritually is very important too. It involves attending to our spiritual lives. So how do we, in 2022, how do we attend to our spiritual lives? Well, we first, let's define spirituality because a lot of people in our culture today will say, well, I'm not a very religious person, but I'm a spiritual person. What does that mean to people? I think spirituality is is the broad umbrella that religion comes under. You know, folks may feel like attending a place of worship, um, attending to um, what their religion is, is a part of their spirituality, but 
Really, spirituality encompasses quite a bit. One different definition I love says spirituality involves the recognition of a feeling or sense or belief that there is something greater than myself. To realize there is a divine presence in our lives. Spirituality offers a worldview that suggests there's more to life than just what people experience on a physical level. It's that transcendence that there is another being that is carrying us through life. You know, many times we think about religion as, you know, going to a place of worship, um, doing good works, but it's really not what you do. Spirituality is really who you are. What makes you feel alive and part of the world? I've talked to people who love the great outdoors and in nature, they say, I really feel the presence of God when I'm on the top of a mountain and I look out and I look at a vista and I really feel God's presence. When I'm standing on the shore of a beautiful lake or the shore of a beach and looking out at a body of water, I feel the presence of God in my life. What connects you to the divine? Is it nature? Is it um, spending time with family and friends and those you love? What brings you a sense of meaning and purpose that at the end of the day, when you feel like you're just going through the motions, what connects you to the world around us in spiritual and means? I read this week a story of um, a Fortune 500 company that was advertising years ago in the New York Times for a sales position. And a very clever person wrote into the HR office with his resume. And he he wrote this. He said, um, this particular job seeker, he wrote, I'm at present working and I'm selling furniture at the address listed below. You may judge my ability as a salesperson if you will stop in to see me anytime. Pretending that you're interested in buying furniture. When you come in, you can identify me by my bright red hair. I will have no way of identifying you. And such salesmanship as I exhibit during your visit, therefore, will be more than my usual workday efforts and not a special attempt to impress a prospective employer. From among the 1,500 applicants, this clever redheaded guy, he got the job. He was prepared and he was determined. Are we determined in our lives to attend to our spiritual lives, to take care of ourselves spiritually? In our story about the 10 bridesmaids, you know, we talked about, they talked about having oil. And oil in the New Testament is a symbol of the Holy Spirit because oil is a sense of energy. In our lives, the Holy Spirit guides us to, gives us power, and gives us a new nature. He helps us to grow and to mature spiritually. And as Christians, God's Spirit guides us and directs us on life's journey. Yes, we are a body. We're a mind. But we are a spirit as well. How are we doing at attending to our spiritual lives? Feeding our spirit and attending to our spiritual life prepares us for life. Some of the ways I have found to do this that might be helpful for you is I try each day to find a little quiet time. You know, the world can be a busy and a noisy place. But can you turn off your devices and go into a quiet place and just sit and meditate 
or pray, or just sit in silence. And in that time of meditation, we can hear the still, small voice of God in our lives many times. Allow God to speak to you. Reflect, meditate, and pray. You know, gratitude, they say, is on the road to happiness. And when we look around us and we look at the maybe the negative things are happening in our lives, they bring us down. But when we count our blessings and count the things that we are thankful for, we become a lot happier person in life. How about going into nature, spending some time, as I mentioned before, in the great outdoors, just a walk outside sometimes refreshes ourselves and reminds us that we're a a child of God on this beautiful earth. And then finding a spiritual community, perhaps uh, a place of worship. It may be a a Bible study or a, a group of friends that we get together and pray with, or just having that spiritual community fosters spiritual health within ourselves. And then we're always forgiving others, but can you also forgive yourself? A lot of us think in the past of things that maybe we've done or said that we feel bad about. Can you offer yourself some of the forgiveness that we offer to others that we also receive from God? My prayer for you is that you attend to your spiritual life this week in some small, intimate ways as you grow in your spiritual lives. Thank you, and God bless you.